the podcast system, sexually awkward situations are considered absolutely hilarious in the state of Texas. The dedicated Gs who regurgitate these gag-worthy stories are members of an elite squad known as the Kiss Me Fat Boy Unit. These are their stories. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> Bro, I love that intro. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, Ever since you did it on a whim on the last episode, like it was just like, I love it. It's brilliant. It's like very Law and Order meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know, whatever. So right. all we're missing is a sound bite that goes, <laughs> I know. I don't think a lot of people would know what that's. No, I think they would. I feel like a lot of people from Texas would. So, yeah. Well, anyways, let me go ahead and give the disclaimer. Uh, you as a listener are deciding if this is a conversation or a confrontation regarding the topics we address. And also for this episode, please remember that the beliefs and the opinions given by our special guests are not a reflection of us, nor the brand of Kiss Me Fat Boy. All right. So before I introduce our special guests, um, how are you, Gio? How's your mental health? Just want to check in. You know, it's so far so good. I mean, shit, tomorrow is Thanksgiving. I, I keep wondering where the fuck the time goes. But time has a way of reminding that it never goes away, regardless of how much or how fast you try to run away from it. So... Um, but I'm actually enjoying being off from work. I want to say this is probably the first time in my adult life that I've actually been able to use vacation time during a holiday and not just a one or two day kind of event. So it's pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I feel very, I feel very adults. I feel very adults. How are you um, feeling from you know everything that's been going on? You know, with the mm. whole fall of Rome. <laughs> um to be honest with you, you follow being <laughs> sorry no it's cool no for me i i look at things like this like 27 year old Giovanni would have been like chip on his shoulder bugged blah, blah 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 but at the end of the day i look at it like this hey you know what you can only try to be you and hope that the person you introduce yourself with sorry, to um you introduce yourself to just takes it and and cherishes it but not everybody is supposed to cherish you you're supposed to cherish you first and foremost one two i you know at the end of the day like <laughs> what did chi chi rodriguez say i got a light uh i got a broken heart for every light bulb on on broadway hello goodbye you know like yeah, he's that's, stupid. no but that's for real no <laughs> like, for, I, facts though facts yeah like i mean i know heartbreak i know disappointment i know rejection like not to sit there and say like cue the violin but i i, I know it very well so for me it's like hey it's part of life um, you know, I mean, shit, you just, you just can't wake up one day and be like, I'll play the lotto and I'm going to win today. Cause that's not how that works. <laughs> you know, it's kind of scary because like there was a scene in pose. I'm kind of going to just spitball this and try to remember it, but where they realize that they're kind of the elders, they're kind of the, uh, the founding fathers now, like they kind of take the mantle of being the adults. And I feel like I really have, I resonate that with, with that now because that's us now we're in the age bracket where we're kind of like leading the way and showing these younger you know queers gays however we want to reference them you know what it's like and to lean on us and be a resource and be a a point of uh of contact and reference you know yeah and there's actually one quote from pose that actually makes a lot of sense since you spoke of it and one of the quotes from i forgot which season it was she says you create your own reality and that's what you do. You got to fake it till you make it, baby. Facts. All right. Well, do you want to ask me how my day was or we're just going to be all about you? <laughs> I mean, my, my week was. 
21, 21. No, I was joking. <laughs> oh my God. Rivera, do something for me. How oh was God. your week? How was your how was your last time we spoke? How's your mother? How's the family? <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> um, I'm good. Um everything's good for the most part. Uh working through some stuff, but yeah, I'm good. Like everything's good. Uh ran into a little bit of drama, but I'm dealing with it. Uh, you know, a little bump in the road. I feel like drama follows follows me anywhere. It doesn't matter who or what, like it's just I'm an agent of chaos. Like, I don't know what it is. And not even mo- so much of me being, like, chaotic or dramatic. I just feel like I'm just someone who just, he's born with it. <laughs> not that Do it's a gift or anything. I don't know why, all of a sudden. Do you remember that song? And it's, oh, shit, it's funny. Like, next year, this song's actually going to be uh, 40 years old. Look at my mouth over here, savoring and salty. 40 years old? What the fuck? You weren't even around for that. How you know about oh, that song? I know, uh, you know. In my past life. No, I'm joking. No, it's it's a song called El uh, El Africano. Remember that song, Mami El Negro Estaba. You know, I forgot what the other word was. Mami but... El Negro Está Rabioso y yeah. Quiere Tu Azúcar. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I never knew who sang it or who the artist was, but of course I know the song. Yeah. Yeah, Wilfrido Varias. Oh, thank you. I um, I Google I googled it. <laughs> you're so stupid. All right, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and. Give the introduction before we introduce our special guest, which I'm really excited about because this is our first guest for season two. And, you know, when we had Marley on, it was literally that was our first time. And it literally ran like, what, an hour and a half. It was really great. I think that we all it could have been better. You know, I haven't listened back to it. But, you know, there was some fine tuning that we could have done. But, you know, it was our first time. It is what it is. And, you know, this is going to be yeah, rough draft. And this is kind of our introduction so you know bear with us we're still learning we're barely on season two you know so yeah okay so um uh, i want to introduce our special guest um but i wanted to give a small background as to why i chose him um why i vetted him and you know that's how it started but um <laughs> this man is one of the uh, many pillars of our queer community specifically the bear community and i wanted to highlight his story because of how loved he is a lot of people fuck with this guy um the respect that he draws in when he walks into a room and most importantly the body positivity he represents and wears like a badge of honor which i feel like is so important to have that representation especially in our community and as important to the younger generations to come so without further ado fatties i'd like to introduce y'all to cj aka bearzilla cj you there hey what's up y'all how's it going? going on Good, good, good. Just, you know, getting out of work and seeing what's up with everything. <laughs> okay, Super random y'all? icebreaker. Have you <laughs> ever looked at someone's photo online and know that they have to smell? Because, like, you just look at them and be like, I bet you smell. Because I'm on Twitter right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> with these individuals. So I'd be like, I bet you smell. Not in a good way. Anyways. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was a great icebreaker. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I would say take a shot to, to take off the edge. But you know what? Okay, cool. Only in your f- true fashion. But, yeah. Hey, um, would you actually ever take a shot from Foreskin? What the oh, fuck? Gosh. I don't have that anymore. No, not like you. I'm talking about, like, because I've actually seen people take shots of Foreskin. I mean, like, shots from Foreskin. I'm sorry. Anyways. Um, because like <laughs> the sex segment is not till the end, sir. What the fuck? No, but yeah, you can answer that, TJ. Have you? Yeah. I'm like, no, I have not. From a belly button, yes, but not from foreskin. I've never even done that. It's not even a sexual thing. It's just they had a cup. 
well, with their foreskin. So, <laughs> anyways, wow, great iceberg! Oh my god, my dog's over here playing with the toy. My niece, sorry. Um, <laughs> did y'all hear that? The squeaky. Did you say my niece? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you? I'm gay. What the fuck? Dogs, fur babies, or are babies? Uh, fur babies are babies. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and you know, butt babies are real babies too. Wait, what? Butt babies. They call them when when you have cum in your butthole in the game room. I I abort those. <laughs> oh wow. You know what? I've not heard of this term. Wow, I'm learning so much. Okay, so we're just gonna dive right into it. All of a sudden, he's a top. Oh wait, who? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Me or her? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. no, sir. I am verse. Emotionally, I am a bottom, but sexually, I'm verse. I don't think I've ever said that. You know, financially, I'm a dom top. Um... <laughs> financially, huh? <laughs> yeah. Financially, I'm a dom top. Uh, That's it? No. That's all you have yeah. for us? Yeah. To your bottom in real life? Yeah. Bitch, first of all, you know what's so funny is I laugh. Like, I'm not saying that you're, what you're doing this, but I remember someone said, oh, you're a bottom. I'm like, okay, bitch, uh, two plus two equals four, right? Uh, what the fuck do you think? If you're a top, what do you need? Another top? No, you need another bottom. Like, you know, it's it's it's, it's like Tetris. <laughs> you need the pieces to lay on each other. <laughs> and I was like, you sound real stupid, too. And he was like, oh, don't be so sensitive. And I was like, mm, get away from me. Okay. You're so funny, Joe. Anyways, so back to Siege, because this is the CJ show. <laughs> We're just taking up all the airtime. All right, CJ. So <laughs> well, this is a good question, because it kind of, um, I can kind of just go into it. So we've had a discussion before where, in the DMs where I was like, you did tell me you, you were very transparent where you're like, hey, you know, a lot of people are bottoms nowadays, right? Yeah. Um, so do you feel like you're naturally a top or you have to be, you, you um, just, you have to be a top? Naturally, I just feel like it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? I do not mind either or. Um, as a big boy in the community, I feel like there's a lot of stigma on big boys being bottoms. So I honestly, when I see like a smaller guy or like a smaller muscle guy, it always makes me feel better to be a top with them so that I can be like, you know, as big boys can do it too, not just y'all. Agreed. Um, Would you but, say for so, you is like a, like a height difference, like, arousal like for me i also understand that because like when the guy is usually taller than me i'm like oh dominate me or like if they're smaller than me i'm like oh i'm gonna dominate you <laughs> you know mm, no because you know i do believe in just energies i feel like if you're if there can be smaller guys or smaller men that can you know just give off that dominance you know what i mean but some people got it and some people don't and mm -hmm. that's just the way it is but if i feel any sort of uh, like sense that they're more submissive of course i'm gonna act on it you know what i mean oh. and i'm gonna play it to my advantage rather oh, than look at her. okay said, so i, I know i, I want to yeah. answer because you know for every <laughs> i'm curious to know so do you think that, that I, I, I would answer i'm gonna i think i have your answer on this geo but i want to mm. ask cj because i've asked you this off record do you think you could be with somebody who has a micro penis, CJ? I mean, that depends. Are we going to be open or we're just going to be closed? Because Wait, okay, I mean, so closed. Okay, like monogamy. Closed? I mean, how much money do they make? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> nah, um, I don't. 
No, you can be real. Like if that's what you prefer, that's what so, you prefer. To be honest, because I do like the best of both worlds. So if I'm just with somebody, you know, to only do one thing, it's hard. It's very difficult. I am a man, and at the end of the day, like we all need needs. We all have needs. Um, and I just don't think I can be with somebody who's only one thing. Unless we're that's fair. I'm kind of curious to hear what y'all's responses are on that. <clears throat> you know, I uh, have uh, been around the world. I, 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 I'm sure. Um, Gio, the please don't be long winded. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you know what? I've I've been with guys like with big dicks, small dicks, and you know. At the end of the day, I guess it also for me boils down to like vibe and chemistry. Like mm-hmm. on like a long term thing, probably not. And I'm just keeping it real. Um, unless that person is strictly like you know, like if that person you know knew that they were born with not the greatest size of dicks, mm-hmm. um, and they said, "Hey, you don't fuck it more or less. I'm more of a bottom." Then you know I can work with that because at least at the end of the day, I know what surface I'm scratching there. Now. Yeah. If we're open in that sense, and that person also gets off on like seeing me, you know, bottom, and you know, like it's all about compromising exactly what you know, not only your needs are, but what their needs are as well. Now, you know, I've seen some guys with some very small dicks know how to thrust in motion movement, and it works. Um, so I won't discredit them. You know, again, how does the old saying go? It's not the size of the. It's not the, size the motion of the boat. in the ocean. Yeah. It's not the size of the boat. It's the motion in the ocean. Yeah, there you go. You know, but also he also did say, but y'all were gonna be close, so it'd just be y'all too. It wouldn't be anybody else. Oh yeah, no, the only things that are closed in my life are my doors. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so your legs are open, and so is your mouth. God. No, you know he's what? he. No, he means open in every single aspect. So he's open, <laughs> open. <laughs> A gate. Yes. No, you know, I've actually so Zach and I <laughs> full full like little you know history. Uh, Zach and I fucked yesterday, whatever, and we were talking about it. He's like, have you ever wondered if a whole fist could fit in your ass? And I said, you know, I am what scared about that. Well, because he's all like gay. Anyways, so, like, I, I, I applaud people who can do that, and then the butthole, you know, the butthole retracts back to, the, you know, the tight firmness. Um, yeah. You know, I don't, I get really weirded out about, like, big objects that aren't dicks <laughs> inside me. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Okay. So, my response to that is I can, I don't, I've always been the type of person I operate. And I say this so many times, my friends are probably tired of me saying this, but I don't look at it from what a person can give me. I look at it from how a person makes me feel. Right. So mm-hmm. I could, but I will say this. Oh my God. I've been with nothing. And I swear to God, like it just, they just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and fucking bigger. Like, listen, at this point, <laughs> I want to take an average like, I want to be able to have an average, bro, like, for real, for real. Like, I don't, like, that's probably one of my biggest, because I just recently found out that, like, I feel like I'm more of a side than I'm anything else, because I haven't taken, well, never mind, I, up until <laughs> about two weeks ago, oh, my God, you guys are getting tea, I hadn't taken a dick. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, it, it had been since I, I, honestly, the, I can actually remember fully taking a dick. I was like 19, 20, and I'm like, you know, I'm a young 30-ish person, individual. <laughs> oh, no, I'm 34. But, um, yeah, but so, way, like... You, huh? wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily be a side, because a side describes someone who does not practice anal sex and therefore does not define himself as a top, bottom, or versatile. FYI. Yes. I just okay. actually learned what a side was recently. 
Yeah, because a homosexual male who prefers more often than not to engage in other forms of same-sex activity, which is a fellatio, kissing, uh, rimming, master, uh, mm. mutual masturbation, that's what usually a side is. Basically, more of a side is kind of like an emotional, mental, and a physical. Like a mental, yeah. sorry, not a physical. Like a voyeur? Body. Yeah. Well, like, they, they get stimulated on other things in sex. Like, I actually ran into a couple people who that's, also I'm not going to lie to you, I can't date somebody who's a side. Um, just because no, I'm again keeping it real. Oh shit! Oh, oh. So I got to go back to the micro penis. Um, oh my god! Question. Yeah, go ahead. So going back to what Geo said, and they have to be honest with you. So one time, I was gonna hook up with this guy, and he told me he was first, and uh, he showed up, and he had a micro penis. Now, I had never seen one before, and I thought they were only imaginary, but they're not. <laughs> they're fairies. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I really, I'd never thought like that I would ever see one, you know? And I did, and he told me he was 100% verse, and all that went through my head was, this motherfucker lied to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I, well, I mean, I did top him at the end of the day, because I mean, <laughs> he wasn't going to do yeah. anything with that, and you know, he could have been good at other aspects like you know either sucking or eating out or whatever but yeah they i just i was i think i was more baffled that he had to say that to, you know what i mean yeah i think just I'm, to kind of just to get there yeah Damn. but anyway yeah so eek well we won't say no names <laughs> Well, I don't know his name regardless. So. Oh, shit. He was just a hit it and quit it. He's like, sir, I don't remember you or your micro penis. <laughs> Fuck wow. out of here. And you know yeah. what? I'm not going to lie. So I've had three Instagram accounts in the past year. And the last one, he actually added me on. And he's like, do you remember me? And I said, nope, I sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> sir, I can barely see you. What do you mean? I can't remember a fucking thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we're horrible. We are. Listen, we're going to get canceled. Oh, my God. We're going to get canceled. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> But this is our preference. It's our opinion. You know, this is how mm. we feel. We're not ragging on anybody. All shapes and sizes are welcomed and allowed and they're beautiful and whatever you prefer. It's all about preference, right? Yes, definitely. Preference. Yeah. Okay. So another question I want to get into, um, which I spoke about in the introduction about body positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you identify as a bear, right? Uh, I would say more or less a gummy bear because I'm smooth, but yes. Oh, look at him. Okay, gummy bear. So there's all different types of bears, right? Like there's an umbrella in the bear community where it's muscle bears, it's cubs, it's otters. You know, I'm just learning all these different ranks. Mm -hmm. So like me, you know, we kind of, we both, I feel like we're both gummy bears, right? Where does your confidence come from, like being a gummy bear? You know... At first, many years ago, I didn't have the confidence because I I was always not super thin, but I was always thinner. Yeah. Um. And and Tony made me feel like I was beautiful, even when you know I was gaining weight. Mm-hmm. So he kind of sparked that um confidence within me. Mm-hmm. So after that, you know, I just was like a free-for-all. I started posting and people started admiring. And from there, it just built on and built on to the person I am today. Yeah. 
which is just unapologetically me. Like, it just felt good to know that there was people out there who were into big boys and into bigger folk, you know? And as time progresses, I still see it, even with, you know, the heterosexual community. I always see guys that are into bigger women or girls that are into bigger men. So it definitely, you know, just gave me hope. And from there, just thrived. And that's how I am. I'm here now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. Like, I I wasn't always the most confident either. Like, I literally stepped into, like, my confidence. I want to say about a year and a half ago after I broke up. After me and, you know, who. I'm not going to say his name. (laughs) Y'all are allowed to say whoever y'all want. But I just don't give out names because I don't want to, like, yeah. But anyways, you know, and, yeah, I really stepped into my confidence, too. I found myself. And I just... First time posting a belly pic. And I felt like that was very provocative. Like, I would never fucking, like, do stuff, something like that. Because I was so worried about, like, who I was, you know, my reputation and being in the corporate world. Like, I was just so afraid to, like, step into my skin. Now I really don't care. But. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. So, you know, that's just where it started. He sparked a flame in me. And here I am today. You know, before I met him, I was very conservative, very Texan because I am from a little town and I grew up, you know, a very different way from a lot of people who are in the community. And now I go home and it's like, I'm a whole different person. And, you know, my friends see it, my family sees it. And I'm just, I don't give a shit. I'm just me. That's all I'm ever going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's where that confidence started. Now, you know, as I'm older, it's, you know, it's more like welcoming and people are more fragile to it. And it just sometimes it's sometimes it is rough because you still have those people out there who want to criticize and say stuff that they shouldn't. Yeah. But it's like, hey, don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. You know right. what I mean? Agreed. Like we have people who are going to, you know, follow us or, you know, admire us from afar or whatever the case may be you know uh the actual the other day i had a person message me on growler saying you think you're hot enough to have an OnlyFans and twitter huh and i was was baffled i was like um i was like well i didn't say i was hot enough but i mean you know for me being a big boy i mean people follow me so that says something you know they fuck with you yeah I'm like, if if they people didn't like what they didn't see, then they wouldn't follow, or yeah. they right. wouldn't subscribe, or they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't like or comment. But there is people out there, you know, and it just it gives the world hope because not everybody's ugly in this world. Right? <laughs> How long have you had OnlyFans now? So I started OnlyFans in February of this of year, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one. Okay. Yes. How was it when you first started? Like, was it easy? Was it like, how did you do content? Like, do you story play? I mean, I don't subscribe to any of y'all. So I don't really have, an, I know it's <laughs> shocking, right? Like, I don't, you know, but I really don't. I, don't um, know, I just don't do that. Yeah, right so I, I started with, um, with Tony. Um, mm-hmm. And he was more into, like, story play. Okay. Role um, playing, yeah. And though, like, he full on, like, did stories. Oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> Our first one, we were playing Nintendo, and Loser is the one that got fucked. <laughs> so, I like that. 
Geo, take notes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you know what? I, you know, so Zach and I talked about that. And I look, look, <laughs> I am not an actor at all. I did not graduate from the Juilliard. Um, <laughs> you know, I was raised in the streets. <laughs> I mean, couldn't afford me with that move. No, you know, it, it's so funny. I always tell people, like, I control the narrative when I post certain stuff, especially when I'm solo. And, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a sexual content. It's because I control the narrative and I control the surrounding. I'm also very picky about who gets to see that kind of stuff because, for me, that's, like, the more intimate. Like, you can see my dick, you can see my ass, whatever, you know, that's, that, okay. But, like, the other parts that I consider intimate are one of those things that I kind of just kind of keep to myself and isolate it because it, they really mean a lot to me in that, like, protecting mode, you know? Yeah, Plus, I also fucking hate circuit music, so. Mm. <sighs> He hates I, being gay. He just likes I mean, taking dick. Music <laughs> is not necessarily gay. It's just something that the gays want to thrive with. Mm-hmm. This is for you, Rachel, you big, fat, white, nasty, smelling, fat bitch. I don't know why you want to say that. <laughs> he is so ADHD. Excuse him. He just, he's funny. No, but yeah. Um, yeah. So do you have a coming out story? CJ, like um, I, I do. It's actually a little bit crazy. I don't know. I mean, for me, it's crazy. Like I said, I come from a backhoe little town, you know, mm-hmm. in South Texas. Yeah. Uh, so my coming out story was a little. It's a. It's 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 funny. It's it's not like bad, but it's it's different. Um. Mm-hmm. So there's this guy that I used to talk to. His name was. We'll just call him Mark. <laughs> um, okay. And he was always at my house. You know, my brother had his car parked out in front. And we were only limited to have four cars parked. At the time, I used to have a truck and a car because I usually always. Wait, how old were you? I was 22. 22. Okay. Oh, okay. 22 years old. Okay. And um, he was my landlord at the time because I was renting a home. He's like, hey, you have too many cars parked out there. The city's getting on my ass. Like, one of them needs to move because there was a total of five cars because I had two. And then the guy I was talking to, he would have his work truck and his personal vehicle there. And then my brother had his car parked there. Well, I had told my brother, I'm like, hey, you need to move your car. Like, my landlord's getting on my ass because, you know, there's too many cars here. He's like, I can only have four vehicles. He's like, well, who the hell's cars are those? Like, why are they there? And I'm like, well, what does that matter? I'm telling you to move them from my house. Like, it does, that doesn't matter. Like, you're going off the subject. Yeah. And um, he was just like, you know what? Okay, fine. Like, I'm going to go move them, I guess. Like, this is fucking bullshit. He started cussing at me. It turned into this big old thing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't talk to him after that. The next day, he still didn't come move it. So I called him again. I'm like, move your car. He was just like, why? Like, fuck, this is bullshit. You know, I live way the fuck over here. Like, I need the car there. He's like, I don't have room for it here. And I'm like, hey, that's not my fault. Like, you need to move the fucking car. I'm already done. Like, I already told you three times. So he's like, why? Like, who the fuck is this guy? Are you fucking him? And I was just like, you know what? I am fucking him. I was like, and what? Oh, shit. And he was just like, I knew it. I fucking knew it. And I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I was like, I pay my own fucking bills. I was like, I've been on my own since I was 17 years old. I was like, I don't need you or anybody else's approval on who I'm fucking. Mm-mm-mm. But you really weren't fucking him. You were just kind of playing with it, but then you were coming out at the same time, right? Yeah. 
Well, I was fucking him, but <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, okay. No, he was like, that part was true. <laughs> no, I was fucking him. Yeah. Um, so he called my mother and my mother called me and she's like, so your brother just called me that you called him to move his car. And so I'm going to go pick it up, like real nonchalant. And then she's like, and he also told me that he said that you were fucking the guy that you were there with. Oh, and shit. She's like, <laughs> she's like, you need to tell me anything. I'm like, what do I need to tell you? Like, he already told you. So she's like, I just want you to know that we love you. And, you know, I just, I just wish you told us sooner. And, you know, and then she throws out, I just, I want you to be safe and please have safe sex. I don't want you to get sick. And. At that time, I was already on prep. <laughs> and, oh uh, shit! Prep existed back then. Maybe prep has been around since the nineties. Oh, okay. I would. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I'm. I'm be honest. I've never. I've never. I've just. I've been safe, but I've never been on prep. So. Well, I'm a whore. So whatever. <laughs> um. Uh. So I was just like, Mom, like, don't worry about it. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm taking the precautions. That's all I told her. Yeah. She came and picked up the car, and then it was just whatever after that. And my dad's like, your mom told me that you have a boyfriend. And I was like, well, he's not my boyfriend. We're just having sex, but yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. And that was it. But I feel like my mother took it harder than my dad did. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mine did, too, when I came out. I didn't really come out either. Mine was just kind of like, oh, matter of fact kind of thing, but... Yeah, my mom took it. Even to this day, she'll still make remarks like, you're just so, you're so handsome. Like, you'd make a beautiful baby. Like, because, you know, I'm what they call a ghost star. I've never been in a woman. So I've never been in pussy. I never even came out of pussy. I was a Has a woman baby. ever been in you? Have you been <laughs> you, know, you know what? Never. <laughs> Are you sure? I, I'm not going to knock it, but no, I've never been pegged. What about no. you, Gio? I feel like you would. You look like that kind of freak. For me to be back? Oh, no, baby. Um, I don't even like fingers inside of me. Um, Dude, you know what? Fingers hurt. Fingers fucking hurt. You know, like, again, I really only like the uh, the real thing inside me. That's really the, the gist of it. I wish that I was a little bit more adventurous in that sense, but it's really just like a level of comfort. It's like when Zach, like when we fuck, like Zach likes me to actually take out my PA because uh, he doesn't, it, it, for him it's a mental blockage. And like he doesn't, like it's he's reminded for some reason that there's metal inside. Wait, of your him. PA is your dick piercing? Yeah, it's a printer. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm learning as I go. He's writing notes. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing of this. Okay, uh, but no, I would not be pegged. Okay, no pegging. Got it. No mm-hmm. pegging. I feel like dildos would hurt more than the actual real dick, right? Oh, dildos hurt. Actually, Zach found this real, like, really, really good feeling dildo. And I'm not gonna lie to you, for a minute there, I thought it was a real thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Share, friend, share. No, I'm just kidding. I don't give a fuck. I don't want that shit. Um, I've, n- I've never used a dildo, by the way. So, yeah. um, the, the dildo's name is Blanco. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is no, his no, name what? I, so, I, Blanco. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I find it honestly hot. Like, um, when some guys like let you fuck around with them with the dildo and then you fuck them like to get so hot it turn it's a turn on zach actually likes toys i'm not a big fan of toys for for same so but again i don't knock anybody who who likes it you know yeah okay so i know 
you being married and all. We'll get to that, but I kind of wanted just to dabble in that with a question. Have you always been open in your relationships, in your marriage? Um, um, no. Is that, no, not. okay. Uh, the openness came about three years after we were together. Um, it just, How long have you been together? So we were together... We were, and yes, you're hearing me say were, okay. going to be together going on eight years in February. Oh, wow. Aren't you Aquarius too? You're an Aquarius baby, right? I am an Aquarius, yes. So, okay. Was it around your birthday close to it? What, that we got together? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, that y'all got oh, together. Uh, so we got, we started talking in October and then we okay. got together at the end of January. Yes, at the end of January. And then, yeah. So it was kind of around my birthday, but um, yeah, because my birthday's on Valentine's Day. So okay. yeah. it's kind of like, it was like, yeah, it was like two weeks before that. We don't really count it until like yeah. our actual anniversary, like our wedding anniversary. Yeah. Okay, so like, I know you post a lot of, pictures um on your ig and everything and there's been a few times that it's been i guess suspended you've had to make a new one i'm not too sure like what happened there but when you're not posting yourself or thirst traps i do see <gasps> that you have a daughter right yes i do so what's her name and how long have you had a daughter so she her name is trinity um okay. she's my niece but um i actually took legal guardianship of her when she was two and i actually adopted her when she turned six uh, she just turned 14, October 15th. Oh, okay. So you've had her for a while. Okay. Yeah. I've How's that for... been? How's that been being a dad? Uh, you know, I had to grow up really, really early. Um, But it's been fun. I mean, she puts a spark in me and she makes me, you know, push myself a little bit more than I probably could have pushed myself by myself. Yeah. Uh, She's funny. She keeps me on my toes. All her little friends keep me on my toes. Um, it's sometimes it is hard. It's hard, yeah. uh, especially being, you know, by yourself in a city far away from your family. It can How be far hard. are you away? About three hours from where I'm oh, from. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, um, yeah, I mean, she's awesome. She's She's crazy. She definitely grew up the way I taught her to grow up. She's very strong. She's very smart. And she don't yeah. take shit from nobody. No, that's good. Um, so you got her when she was six, right? And she's 14 now. How was she like? No, as a I teen? got her when she was two. Two. Okay. And you officially adopted her at six. Sorry. Yes. Officially um, at six. Okay. So you pretty much had her for almost her entire lifespan. Wow. Yes. Um, so how's it been with her being a teenager? I'm pretty sure there's like a difference, right? Oh but, man, yeah. <laughs> there's a big difference. Um, you know, she's a very beautiful little girl. She's very beautiful. You know, I know some people say their kids are cute. They ain't no, cute your guys. daughter's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I've seen her throughout the years. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So she's a gorgeous little girl. So, um, actually, like two years ago, we had like a little incident, a little incident, um, where a little boy like wanted to be her boyfriend. And oh she shit! Didn't, she didn't want to be his boyfriend. Her his girlfriend because she just was like I'm not into boys yet and um, he like basically guilt tripped her and he's like well if you're not going to be my girlfriend I'm going to kill myself 
Oh, shit. That went so dark quick. She went into a little bit of a, I don't want to say depression, but she, like, felt guilty. Yeah. It was this big thing with the school, like, and I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? I And so I had to go up to the school and, like, tell all her teacher shit because the the little boy wrote it on a note, basically, and the teacher passed it to Trinity, like, if it's, you know, a game. And so I had to go yeah. up there, you know. I had to go to the school board. It just turned into this big thing. And she felt guilty. And she's like, well, what if he hurts himself? I said, if he hurts himself, I know this doesn't sound ugly, y'all. But if he hurts himself, he has stuff going on at home, Trin. I was like, there's much bigger issues in the world than somebody not wanting to be with you. Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, not that it's a good thing, but it's kind of good practice where she kind of learns, you know, compassion and understanding. She gets kind of like a little dose of this, right, to deal with these kind of things. Yeah, so, because yeah. I mean, I don't want her to be that fragile child. I mean, that fragile, you know, young adult, and yeah, be like, you know, anybody can just weasel your way in. Like, no, you you got to know that there's consequences to every action that you take. You know, yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, back in my day, if somebody broke me a nose, I hurt myself, I killed myself. Okay, and and. Gio, oh <laughs> this man is just. No. I love how you say. I love how you say back in my day, like if he's fifty yeah. years old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in my day when I used to trade, be able to trade uh, glass bottles for gas. I'm sure. Um, no, but <laughs> you know what's funny that you bringing up that you have a daughter and stuff. Zach and I want to have you know biologically our own kids. You know, here in a couple of years, and I always tell my mom, I'm like, man, like, how did you stop yourselves? from going like full wilding out and because i always tell them like i don't know how i'm gonna be able to handle it because i'm already one of those individuals that like say something to me and i'm gonna be like drop me to addy say something about my kid i'm gonna show up pull up pull up (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly you know recess only for the kids Uh, i can meet you at the playground too um (laughs) put that face in the sand real quick yep you know uh it's about to be up girl you know for real but um (laughs) but i also do i do fear that like especially with this kind of like you know not to sit there and kind of get morbid or whatever but i do kind of fear how society is kind of like transition transitioning uh, transitioning into like a very 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 dark and fucking scary day-by-day kind of situation um where you know we're desensitized from a lot of things well kids can't even really be themselves without having to worry about fucking growing up so quickly about you know hey by the way you might have an active shooter who's you know or or something like you know like we used to worry about the simplest shit you know like hey don't talk to strangers (laughs) you know don't take candy from weirdos oh you know make sure you're home by you know by the time that the curfew light starts turning on you know those kind of things and it's like now i don't i miss where kids could just be kids and not have to worry about growing up and being little fucking Dems or little Republicans or little, you know, uh, independents or whatever the fuck, you know, I just wish the kids could be kids. And that's why I told Zach, I'm going to hold on to that as much as possible, but I'm also going to be the type of person that like, I want to make so much money that I can hire a security guard around my child and only my child. Oh my God. For real. This man lives in a constant state of paranoia if you can't tell (laughs) already. Look. But you also got to, you also mm got to realize you can't shelter the kids from the world either. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. They're not going to know. Because then you're going to have these scary actual <laughs> kids. And then oh, that's no, going to no. annoy you even more. Oh, no. Look, I told Zach. I, I told Zach. I was like, our Jill's like Laurie Strode, okay? In the For new real? Halloween. No, He's going to prep them. He's going to teach them how to shoot, how to mm. kill, oh, how yeah, to baby. start a fire, how to shelter. Remember that? Remember shooting a gun since she was five. So oh. I'm not worried. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Wow. That's for her. Shit. Yeah. I taught her at a young age because I'm from the country. Mm-hmm. 
like I, I want my daughter to be like or my son, I want them to be able to defend themselves and, and I want them to be little, like little MacGyvers if they have to. Like, if somebody comes and tries to, like, you know, take them, you know, or like kidnap them, I want them to stab them with something and like not have any fucking fear of it whatsoever. Now, I mean, again, he wants them to be mini assassins. I was <laughs> gonna say, he wants them to be serial killers. No. <laughs> I promise you. I told Zach if I ever win the lottery, I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go find me a, like a hidden assassin school. I just want to learn how to assassinate without having to worry about assassinating. You know, just in case if I need to. You know, and I want to. One thing would be Kingsman. I want to learn yeah. how to assassinate without getting caught. That's what it is. Oh no, no I'm not gonna okay. go commit those crimes. I just want to know how to do it so that way I can sit there and tell somebody and be like, "Yo, I can get rid of you right now." Oh my God, you're crazy. And then and like not be lying, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> Siege, how? Is it for Trinity to have, well, she did have two gay dads, but how is it just having a gay dad, period? Is it, has it been, has she, has it been difficult for her at all? I don't think so. Uh, she tells all her friends she has no shame. Aww. You know, what I mean? she's just like, and, you know, I mean, she, she's always dressing cute. <laughs> no, seriously, though, for real. <laughs> I remember her at your wedding. I was like, okay, she's like, if not first best dress, second best dress. She looked fire. Like, y'all really, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, she, she's a, she used to be a little pageant girl, so she can walk in like six inch heels. She put all my friends to shame. Oh shit. Yeah. I don't know if you paid attention, but at the wedding, she had big ass heels on. Listen, everybody had big ass heels on. I don't. Well, I because I had a very is... specific dress code for those bitches. But bro, like your fucking wedding, that wedding, I know this is probably a sore subject, but it was fucking legendary, bro. Like the drag shows that I've been to, like the drag brunches, and I haven't been to very many bro like they put them to shame like those drag queens served they rolled the fuck out like yeah and uh, you also gave them your um the uh the money that they gave right that they put for um in the in the box where they would uh what is it yeah like the dollar dance you yeah. gave them all of that, that, was, that yeah. was, that's amazing cj that's amazing yeah like, um what's it called so i don't know if you remember but the bigger girl with the red harness um, she's the one that actually made my cape. Uh, she goes by the name of Vivi Legrand, and she's out of Corpus Christi. Okay. Her, and then uh, we had our friend, who is a very big trans right activist in the Corpus Christi area. We had okay. her ordained, and she's actually the one that married us, and her name's Katana Sanchez. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I mean... I think I, I remember her. Who was the host? Did he and she Katana? also performed. She performed as well. Did you who? say Katana? Katana Sanchez. Oh, like a little Mortal Kombat character. Okay. Oh, oh actually, yes, she does <laughs> that. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Multifaceted. So, mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I I planned that whole thing out. You did Everything. phenomenal. Fireworks, cape, drag show, taqueria, bro. <laughs> that would that that from whether hetero or homosexual, that is by far the best wedding I've ever been to. Like. It was just like a fucking story. It was like a movie. Like, I sound crazy, but you know, like it was. It was amazing. Um, yeah. So I'm glad I went. Um, a little backstory before we get into more questions. Um, when I originally met CJ and Tony, um, well, don't take this the wrong way, CJ. But Tony was very, you know, sweet and. He was just open and, you know, and I didn't get a chance to actually meet you and congratulate you. I just met Tony. But I know you guys were all going around making your rounds. But before this, <laughs> I wasn't too fond of them because 
at the time when I was in a, my four year relation, four plus year relationship, I, um, you know, I was just blinded. I just had, I was insecure. My man made me insecure. I made myself insecure. I allowed myself to be insecure. And I just felt like I didn't like him fucking around with Tony or CJ because I felt like they wanted to fuck him. Like they were recruiting him because I heard so much stuff. I didn't hear bad stuff. All I heard was like, you guys were open and you guys like to play. Right. So for a long time, I really separated myself and I just, it, it was me. It was all me being insecure and kind of just hating on them and just being like blocking them out. Like, dude, I don't fuck with those people. Like they, they do X, Y, and Z. Like who does that? I won't lie. Fully uh, transparent. I was, you know, I, people. I know, but yeah, I know. Oh God, I probably shouldn't say that. But by those people, I mean the people who like to be open, poly, you know, whatever, however you want to see it and define it, whatever optics you choose to have. But yeah, but then we kind of, I, I reached out to you, right? Yes. About the interview. And then we hung out a few times after that. And I really got to know CJ one-on-one. Um, -on -one. And you know, he's, I get it. I see why people are smitten by this man. I see why he's, uh, he's a charmer, a snake even. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I'm fucking, <laughs> no, oh my God, please don't even say that. No, because he's referencing something else. No, I'm just fucking with you. But anyways, now, um, now Ray got a net Ray got the remix. Of, he was funny, smart, successful with a big dick and no kids, tall and dark skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that fucking mix from B Simone and them. Oh my god, big yeah. dick with a big ass. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, no, just to kind of like give background to that too. Like, I finally gave this a chance, and he's he's pretty cool. Like, he's been fun to hang out with. Him and his crew, I've only had like twice. Um, where Chris and some other friends were there, and then Fabian at the uh, what is it? The fucking worst uh, fest. Worst fest, yeah. So yeah, like I get it, and I'm glad I finally opened that door and like allowed myself because I've been working on myself as well, like rebranding myself, not being that stuck up fucking asshole who's like who thinks he's better than everybody. So yeah, yeah, you were kind of my first um, victim, and I'm kind of <laughs> glad. I've been your victim, apparently, since you thought I was trying to fuck your man. Oh, shit. And, you know, he told me he was. He's like, dude, no. Like, I, f I felt like I was living in a fucking world by myself where I was thinking all these things. But I think it was more so him who had me kind of my no, mind framed were. that way. You were. You were living in your own little fantasy world that everybody wanted to fuck your man. <laughs> and realize, and, and in reality, that wasn't the fucking case. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, no. So Nope. All your man had was a big dick <laughs> and an odor problem. And a what problem? I said an odor problem. Oh <laughs> my god, what are you talking about right now? I've never said that. For the record, I've never said that. Gio's just spitballing and freestyling. Yes, right my now. apologies. I'm just gonna sit there and say his ex. He was funny. He was smart, successful with a big dick. No oh my god, shut the fuck up! You're so stupid. Um, but yeah, so just wanted to throw that out there. Well, um, no, I'm glad that you learned the hard way. We see we could have been friends a long time ago. All I remember was seeing you at the bar that one night in Austin when my friends were visiting me from California and I was all fucked up. So I was just like, why he keeps staring at me like that? I want to go say hi. Like, but then I don't because I was like, he looks mean as fuck. I kept staring at you? Yeah. I don't remember that. Well, you must have been drunk because I was were... drunk out of my fucking mind, bro. Like me yeah. and because that was me and my cousin and we were there by ourselves just fucking vibing. We had so many fucking drinks. I do remember, I remember seeing y'all and there's someone else that I saw from IG because I really don't know uh, all these people's names. I know that you hang out with like a buku of people, but um, I do. I hang out with all different types of folk. <laughs> you definitely come with a posse. Um, 
But yeah, no, I don't really remember that night. Maybe I was. I had my shades on. I do remember that, right? I had my shades, shades on. on in the club. In the club. Bro, I know, looking like a, like looking like somebody was like ready for coke outside too. Oh no, baby. <laughs> no, Boy, they're my guy. protectors. <laughs> Boy, you was fucking. Uh, you was Tiffany Pollard from. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I love New York. Love. <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, Jill, you have any questions? Um, yeah. Are you done with your questions? I mean, I have more, but before okay. I dive into the juicy stuff, what everybody came <clears throat> here to find yeah. out. All right. So again, I told Ray um, I was gonna just more freestyle, just kind of getting vibes off of the conversation because that's just normally how I flow. I like organic. Um, so, so with you saying that you surround yourself with a variety of folks, do you find it harder as you get older to juggle friends? Now, before you answer that question, like, do you have a category of friends, so to speak, like strictly bar friends, strictly outside the bar friends, like family function friends? friends. Yeah. yeah, like those kind of things, because yeah. like I remember telling Ray because um, when he was telling me about you and stuff, he's like, yeah, he goes like he reminds me of you back before. Basically, I kind of turned into a grumpy old man and I laughed because I was like, look, I used to fuck with a lot of people. Now I just don't. And it's just because I just realized that there was a lot of energy being applied to kind of keep and show face. And, you know, I'm, I am of the, the statue of, I want to get value out of company. You know, I want them to get value from me. I just don't want to sit there and be like, oh my God, we got drunk together and that fucked up. You know, like that to me is like tiresome. Um, now for you, like, do you have moments where you're just like, I can't do this shit. So leave me the fuck alone. And then like, and then you kind of resurface. Or do you just have like an energizer bunny kind of lifestyle where this shit just keeps going and going and going? Okay, so to get into that, all the friends that I do actually have that I hang out with, they are of value to me in some type of way. Now, I'm going through a lot right now and everybody I pretty much have with me has been a... Um, I don't even know how to say it. Like they've been stability for me. Like they've been holding me together. So if I call you my friend, it's for a good reason. Um, I can sit here all day and say, oh, I met this person, that person, or that person. But it's not even about that. It's more, you know, I just keep going and going and going and I'm keeping myself busy at the moment. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. Gotcha. Um, Ray would tell you that's a form of trauma. I'm a sugar. (laughs) <laughs> wait what <laughs> i was like wow because he says no he says he's like yeah i just keep going and going and going keeping myself busy I'm i was ther- like yeah, i'm in therapy <laughs> no but it is though a lot of things are, are trauma response like i want you oh, to yeah, know yeah. that but you deal with it how you deal with it to the yeah. best of your ability but yeah like, keep but going even, too, sorry. even before you know what i mean even before the, the 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 things i'm going through right now i was always just on the go i'm just a busy body if i'm not doing something with my little girl i'm doing something with my friends if i'm not doing something with them i'm doing something with my whole family like you know i just am a busy person in general i work i travel i juggle my gay lifestyle i juggle my family lifestyle i juggle mm-hmm. my dad lifestyle you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just something i do and i do not drink at all oh, word yeah, so he doesn't. I, I go out to the bar and I literally will drink Coke while everybody gets fucked up. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to judge you if you fucking acting stupid. But I'm just there to relieve myself of a long week and just hang out with friends and just vibe and just be there. That's just the type of person I am. You know what I mean? And I, 
have been told many of times that I look very mean and I'm just like, no, it's just like, just stare at everybody. Like, and I look and I observe, I'm an observer. That's what I do. Mm. If you don't come up to me and tell me, hi, I'm not going to sit there and stare at you and expect for you to come tell me hi, because I don't expect you to come and tell me hi, unless you really want to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, you have 10 fingers, right? Sorry, you have not, uh, eight fingers and two thumbs. Uh, um. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but like, I love you, Gio. Don't change. Is, is the thumb not a finger? No. I remember people just sit there and say, you have not, you have eight fingers and two thumbs. So whatever. I don't know. Uh, ask, uh, ask a medical professional why that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all right, cool. So like on your two hands, um, how many fingers can you sit there and hold up right now and say that these are like your ride or die friends? Like how many would you sit there and say you have? Honestly, I can say that I have more than my fingers can hold. Gotcha. Uh, I've now, had you friends. A... Now, not just gay friends though. Mm. I have a lot of heterosexual women friends that I've had for years. Mm. Everybody that was in my wedding, I have had for 15 plus years as friends and we still communicate and actually my best friend is driving right now as we speak from Oklahoma down here to be with me for Thanksgiving because it's just going to be me and my little girl by herself because Aww. my family is busy. Oh, what? Oh, my dad has my dad has to work, yeah. My oh. dad has a yeah. My dad runs a company so he has to work. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, and my mom's with him, so Gotcha. So since since you now. said that you have more than a handful of friends, now if they all were in a Saw movie, how many of them do you think would make it out alive? Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, <laughs> definitely not a lot of them because they're all pretty ditzy. Gotcha. Now, if you were added in the Saw game, how many of them would you kill? <laughs> <laughs> how much would I kill of them? Don't they say who, but they how many? You said he got a daughter. He got to get home to her. What you mean? Right? Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I miss no. you, girl. <laughs> Okay, no, Tell Jesus I say hi, right. <laughs> or the devil, whatever, wherever you're going. Because <laughs> like I was telling, I was telling Ray, you know, like the thing about being known and popular for various reasons. I mean, this is the so this is so weird. Is like in the gay community, the word popular means so many different things to people. Like just because you have a huge following doesn't necessarily mean that you're you're well known. Like you're known yes. of. But like to, to to go out somewhere and actually have people approach you and have a conversation, that's a whole different story. You know, like admirers. They want to fuck you. They may not want to fuck with you. Right? Yeah, exactly. Very much so. Mm -hmm. so now, I hate when people message me like, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan. I'm like, don't call yourself a fan. Oh, yeah. You know what's so funny? And like people think that I, I get very cringy, like when people come up to me and be like, are you Buffy Bobby? And I'm like, mm. <laughs> no. I'm his twin. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm Giovanni. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, curse this good name that I made for myself on Instagram four years ago. <laughs> um, I mean, it is a catchy name. You know what? And I tell people all the time, like, I really just took it off from Drake because Drake was uh, Drake was Champagne Poppy. And I was like, mm, I like buffets. And I just left the Chinese buffet. And I was like, mm, I like food. And then I was like, <laughs> and the white boys call me Bobby. Boop, there we go. The creativity <laughs> level that came with that. I mean, since we're going into names, let me tell you how I got Bearzilla then. Yeah. On my wedding day, okay. I had a shirt that said Bearzilla instead of uh, Bridezilla. I was Bearzilla. I don't were remember you, that. Were, yeah, you, were you complicated? I was, I was not being complicated, but I did make my mom's friend cry because she pissed me off. Oh, oh no. I mean, y'all didn't see that because I was upstairs being a Bearzilla, but 
I did. I was like, she can't sit in the front row. She's not her family. She can sit on the third row, and that's where she's gonna sit. Yeah, <laughs> listen, no, you put, listen. I can tell he paid a pretty penny for y'all. Paid a pretty penny for that. Like, I this is the uh, the seating arrangement, and this is just what the fuck it is. Like, it's my wedding. And like, I'm not gonna lie, she was dressed kind of crazy. So I was like, no, she's gonna come out in the pictures. I want only the family. Manos, no, her. put her to the back. <laughs> <laughs> Menos, yeah, okay. Um, like she could be the third row. Y'all can sit in the second if y'all want, but y'all, she ain't sitting in the first two rows. Sorry, that's for family. Yeah, it's always our parents trying to invite everybody, right? <laughs> like, so-and-so yeah. needs to come. They need to do this. Like, no, ma'am, this is my wedding. This is my ceremony. This is my party. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I didn't care that she was there. I just didn't want her to sit in the first two rows. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's how I came up with the name Bearzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of stuck, and I thought it was cute, and here I am. Now, do you ever find yourself suffering from what I like to call drag queen syndrome, where people expect you to be this CJ all the time and it's fucking tiring? I do not, because my persona as Bearzilla is just me. You know what I mean? I'm not somebody who... I'm not somebody who is a different way just because of my social media life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just always me. Like, I'm crazy. I'm wild. Unless I'm fucked up, then I'm quiet and I'm staring at you and judging you from the corner. But, but you, said you don't drink. You do drugs? I mean, I don't want to say, <laughs> I don't want to say drugs. His mama's going to listen to this podcast, sir? He does not? I, um, I don't do drugs, but I do, I'm just I, do, I do stuff from the earth, okay? From the mm. earth. That's not drugs. It's, it's legal in, in, in like 30 states. The devil lettuce. He does the devil lettuce. <laughs> the devil's lettuce. <laughs> no, so actually, since I don't drink, I'm not going to lie, I felt peer pressured. All y'all bitches in California peer pressured me. Y'all know who y'all is. Don't make me start <laughs> saying names. They were always like, you never drink with us. You only drink with your Texas friends. And I'm like, no, bitch, I don't. I'm like, I only drink Coke with my Texas friends. And they're like, no. So I started taking edibles. And be in mind, I had never done a drug in my life, ever. Mm-hmm. So I started taking edibles last year. But I only take them when I go out. Yeah. Oh. Like, I'm and scared. I'll take, and I'll take one, and that's it. That's all I need. The other day, so I'm not going to lie. So like I said, I don't drink. The other day, it was a special occasion with my friend's birthday. He's like, please take a shot with me. I'm like, okay, I'll take one shot. That's it. So I took a shot. Okay. Wait, didn't that. you drink at Worst Fest? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I thought you said beer. You oh, I thought you said you did. Oh, no, 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 no. Ooh. Oh, okay. If I'm a drink, it's going to be quick, uh, so I don't have to taste it. Oh, okay. But, um, so all I did was eat over there and be fat. Don't try it. <laughs> they have um, some good food. I didn't get to try none, but yeah. That pork check on the stip was bomb. But anyway, anyway, so then he was like, just take a shot with me. So I took a shot. He's like, okay, one more. And I'm like, dude, one more and that's it because I'm going to leave at 12. He's like, right. So I took that other shot. Now, they were these pussy shots. They were just like something mixed. You know what I mean? Tell me how I got fucked up off those two shots. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, I got fucked up off those two shots. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I cannot drink. Like, no, I just can't no more. Like, you know, I did it so much when I was young that I just got bored of it. By the time I was 21, I was burnt the fuck out. Oh shit! Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got drunk off of the. This was actually like two weeks ago, and I was just like, mm, "I'm gone." I had to Uber home. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. But anyway, Geo, to get back to your question, um, I don't feel like. I'm sorry. Can I call you Geo? Do I have to say your full name? Geo had to step away real quick. But yeah, no. Um, 
Gio? Yeah, I'm here. He's answering your question. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. What um, were you saying, Siege? Yeah, so I, had so to, I, had just, my, I had to mute my microphone. I was blowing my nose. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, I just don't feel like, um, you know, I do. I don't have to change, like, at all. Like, I'm just always me. Like, whether they see me, how they see me on, you know, IG or Twitter. Like, you know, I mean, I, I don't feel like you can really pull personality from that. Like, honestly, like, Geo, like, I when I see your Instagram, I feel like you can see more personality on yours. Like, because... You know, you do those little dances and stuff like that. And I don't do that. I just post pictures. And if people message me, I talk to them. And I try to, you know, talk to everyone. I don't try to leave one t- one table unturned. Mm-hmm. Get it? Because no. I'm crazy and off little bit. <laughs> no, you know what's funny is, like, I told Zach, uh, Zach and Ray, like, all when I, you know, when I started my Instagram, because I was a little bit late to the game. Um I answered. I I don't ever judge anybody who messages me whatever question they have or whatever comments they make or whatever. I engage with most of the audience because um, I like that. I like talking to people. I always tell people like, don't ever feel scared to come up to talk to me when you see me out if you want to. I I'm not one of those individuals who have like this chip on their shoulder where they, you know, walk around like assholes and shit. Because um, I like, mean, I seen you before. You look like it. Oh no, no, but the, the, the thing about it was I do carry <laughs> no no like and I but I do carry myself in a way that's like if I look at you crazy, it's because I don't know you. And if you do something in front of me that's a little bit questionable, of course you're gonna get a reaction out of me. But at the end of the day, if you come up to me and say, Hey, um, are you so and so? Do you do such and such? I'm like, hey, boom, we can have a conversation. It's just when you get a little bit um, what's the word? It's when you start to like feel like you can be disrespectful. It's just more like the I'ma let you finish. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna like Taylor Swift, like I'm a Kanye Taylor Swift them, where like I'm gonna let you finish, but then after that, I'm like gonna be like, all right, cool. So blah, 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 you know, like the the Giovanni that I've built and stuff like that, you know, like that that's not like something I built out of nowhere. That's just how, how I am naturally. But I've also learned to just kind of walk away and ignore certain people just because at the end of the day, not everybody has your best interest when they come up and talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Very some much people so. just some people just want to be shady and shitty, you know. Uh, or feel like I don't know, like they can get something from you that they can go use against you later, you know? Definitely, no, definitely, mm-hmm. and that's that's the way you know a lot of people are, and I've run into that, you know, and I've run into that before as well, you know what I mean? So that's why when I say like I do have a lot of friends, yes, but I have a few friends that I call like actual <laughs> friends, and you know, the thing is, you only see me with the same people here in the little city I'm in because all my other friends are so far. Even though they're far, we keep in contact and we talk to each other every day or so. Yeah. All right. I just, yeah. I just need. I need. I need more friends. I need friends that are funny, smart, successful with a big dick. And oh my god, we're back to that shit again. <laughs> um. Yeah, G- Gio's definitely trying to find his tribe. Okay, but on to the more pressing questions because we are over an hour now. People are like, what the fuck? We want the juicy shit. Um, so, Siege, are you married, taken, single, separated? What's the T? Are you widowed? Oh, shit. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm about to be. <laughs> You're about um, to be what? Widowed. <laughs> oh, my God. Shots fired. Uh, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> um, so, uh, in September... Tony decided to tell me that he wanted a divorce. Um, I was leaving LA and he dropped me off at the airport and he told me that he wanted a divorce. 
So right now, everything is pretty much set at that. So as of September, I am single. Okay. Um, it's been a few months. Yeah. Haven't really made... This is the first big announcement I've made, I guess, or yeah. like actual people being known. Uh, so right now I am, yes, I am single. Definitely not ready to mingle, but I am single. Okay. At the moment. Okay. Well, thank you for being transparent. Um, so is there any chance of reconciliation between y'all two? You know, I really tried this year, you know, uh, everybody has their ways of, um, you know, reconciling or however you would say it, uh, just, you know, just trying to mend things. Mm -hmm. uh, this year was a big eye opener for us. Uh, I had originally moved back to Texas because I was having a lot of problems finding a decent job in California. So the plan was I was going to come over here, get the experience I needed. And as soon as I transferred my license back to California to cut hair, because that's what I do. I'm a barber and I'm a stylist. Um, you know, that would go that way or we would decide to move here. Um, and it just didn't go the way that I had initially, you know, planned it. I was going back and forth. I was making things work. I was, you know, traveling over there. I was calling into work. I was doing a lot of stuff that now that I see I shouldn't have been doing because at the end of the day, I just feel like I got the shit end of the stick. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that he is a bad person. I just feel like a lot more could have been done. Uh, now, quick question with that, like pride into your business and stuff. Um, have y'all had any kind of contact recently to where maybe you have told him how you felt and how, how, how did that go about? Like a heart to heart. I mean, you don't have to get specifics. You yeah. can just say yes or no, but um, know. we have. Okay. And um, it's just, there's no budging. He says that he doesn't love me the way that he used to anymore. And maybe I was just someone to start off something better for him. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm not going to lie. I'm embarrassed. Um, I just feel like somebody who I fuck so hard with and only for him would do that. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. because before Tony, I didn't believe in gay marriage. I didn't mm -hmm. believe in open relationships. I didn't believe in polyamorous relationships. None of that stuff. He opened my eyes to a world that I never thought I would be in. And, you know, I just, I thought he was my forever, especially being the first person I've ever introduced to my family, um, you know, having this huge wedding coming out in five magazines and Texas Hill Country weddings, you know, yeah, it's it's just a very big, big slap in the face for me. Yeah, I can imagine. And like I said, I'm embarrassed, but yeah, you know, I mean, I guess. I wasn't for him. And hey, if you find somebody better than me, then more power to him. But at the same time, it's like, well, if you don't, then that's on you. Because I feel like once you tell somebody that you don't love them anymore, the feelings just, you know, go away. And yes, I, I do love him still because he is my husband and I do cry and, you know, lash out at myself sometimes. But Every day 
like everybody, you get stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know what I mean? Tamara Mari, you know, she's going through her divorce, and this is not like a gossip podcast, but it, it's it, sexy Tia. Uh, no, it's Tamara. It's Tia. It's Tia. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's Tia. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. Oof, my yeah. bad. Um, Tia came out and said something about her her marriage recently, which I loved because I've never heard of it like this. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read you the quote because maybe you might get some type of comfort later on. Maybe not right now. About, yeah. about kind of maybe feeling almost in the same boat, you know? She said, my marriage was a success. I look at this like a curriculum when you're in high school or in college. You're learning, you're growing, you're evolving, you're creating. She goes, I was able to create with Corey some beautiful amazing children at the end of the curriculum there's a graduation there's a celebration so that's basically how i'm looking at it now in regards to her reference to her marriage ending you know because she's going through a divorce and they have been, i think they've been together for 11 years 12 years or whatever 14 uh, yeah. yeah 14 uh so but i liked how she said that because a lot of people always when you sit there and hear about people breaking up or you know ending you know in divorce the the, the one comfort response that people kind of like are always on the lookout for are oh my god i'm so sorry you know like and she's like, no, don't be sorry. You know, at the end of the day, like, we evolved. That's what we're supposed to do. And, you know, but not everybody sees it that way. Because some people do see it as, well, my marriage was a failure. Um, but the thing about it, though, is, is I think people t- also tend to forget that there are successes and failures in relationships, even in friendships. I mean, fuck. Excuse me. Ray and I have been in a fucking friendship for 13 years. We've seen both success, failures you know toss-ups ties whatever um you know and that's just how it's supposed to be i feel like if you look at it from that point of view as you know yeah okay you know what at the end of the day he made his decision and now he has to live with it you know and then you of course have to make a following decision moving forward to sit there and 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 see yourself uh protected and guarded and you know moving on um in the most healthiest way that you possibly can so you know it's it doesn't sound right now at the moment like that you might believe what I'm saying or the quote that I just read, but later on it'll start to resonate because, you know, at the end of the day, I love Drake. And I remember one of the greatest quotes that I love um, that he states is um, never leave something good to find something better. When you realize you've had the best, the best has found better. Um, and you just got to look at it like that. Big per big period. Purr. Most yeah. definitely, most definitely, you know. And like I said, you know, I mean, maybe he's right. Maybe it was a big lesson, you know what I mean? It was a graduation. I you know, I just I just didn't expect it expect it to end so soon. I just think it's how you do things, right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to speak on Tony's behalf or CJ's, but, you know, from what I've heard from, you know, CJ's side, you know, it just sounds, it's, it's very, it's, it's muddy, it's sticky how it ended. And very much so. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's hard. And I think that it's just how you do things. It's just like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So it's oh, yeah. like, it's not what he did, it's how he ended it. And mm-hmm. it's just, there should be certain ways, a respect level to certain things of how you you exit someone's life, especially when they've given this many years. But anyways, I don't want to harp too much on that. Mm-hmm. But I do want to ask you, like, how are you? Like, how are you doing with all this? Like, how's your mental health? Are you good? Like... I mean, you have those days, like I said, you know, um, for the most part, I have to stay strong because I do have a little girl and I have somebody else to worry about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not just me that's in the picture. It's me and my kid, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, How's she doing? She's good. She, you know, she knows, but she just kind of stays in her lane and, you know, 
Okay. Um, I don't show her that I'm sad around her, even though sometimes I should. Um, it's just, you know, I have my, my own cries when I'm by myself and I'm in my car driving or, you know, at night when I realize, oh, fuck, I'm in this big-ass bed by myself in this big-ass yeah. apartment. You know what I mean? But overall, I am getting better day by day. I'm not going to say it's not hard, especially right now around the holidays. You know, mm-hmm. I think the biggest holiday that's going to be the biggest Christmas is no, probably New Year's. Oh, for me too. I hate fucking New Year's, oh, bro. Oh, because of the countdown, oh. the kisses and shit. Uh, that and because just some other things. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah, new kisses, old kisses. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, you oh, know shit. what? I, I. Again, I'm not a therapist, and I'm also not recommending. Jill's being so philosophical and so compassionate no, right no. now. It's shocking. No, Usually, no, that's my area. That's my yeah. lane. But I'm proud of him. Look at you. <laughs> Student turned teacher. I'm proud. Right? Riff I'm on. No, but, like, you know, this is what I always tell people. Like, again, because I used to try to find companionship through sex, right? That was one of those things that, like, when you don't have, like, people in your corner growing up like you know healthy figures you know once you start to kind of find you know that you're attractive or people want to fuck you whatever whatever like you kind of start to feel like that's the only thing you have to offer for a while right because no one else is taking you uh at face value to sit there and give you the respect like hey you know what cj you're more than just a whole you're a person you know um what the fuck no 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 no. (laughs) i'm getting to the point no (laughs) you know what i don't know any philosophers that you know know what this is like no you're more than just a whole yeah i'm just saying like don't let these individuals moving forward or even moving backwards don't ever like like you know like feel like you know you got to do this because this is how you got to find comfort because now that you know you are moving on from a previous person you were involved with in marriage um you know because again like you never want like uh, for me like i also look at like when i have a kid like i want them to see the mixed emotions that i'm gonna go through because i don't ever want them to feel like this is like our emotions are to be like shunned or shamed you know what i'm saying because again we're all human we're supposed to go through ups and downs we're supposed to go through trials and tribulations like no one out here is fucking perfect or has all the answers that's what experiences are for are to build like a repertoire of knowledge for yourself to know how to go about certain things um but again i'm also not telling you how to parent that's on you um but you know don't ever feel ashamed of your emotions like if, if you need to cry cry if you need to sit there and throw something through a fucking window throw something through a window you know get all that shit out and see that the people around you need to understand that you are human and you're going to go through these you know moments and stuff but all i'm yeah. saying is you know as somebody who's gone through heartache like this not through a marriage um like don't get caught up in the whole gay hoopla agenda and also your friends don't listen to them when they sit there and say oh Oh, girl, you need to go get under somebody else. Like, no, that's the, that's the most unhealthy. <laughs> but listen, we don't want to discourage how you also respond to trauma. We, You do the best you can. It's not that that's the most healthiest outlet, mm-hmm. right? Because that's what your therapist would tell you. But you, were, listen, we're all hanging on by a thread. Like, we're all one step away from being clinically fucking diagnosed with going to a mental institution. I feel like that, especially nowadays with everything going on. You do what you need to do. Like yeah, definitely within reason and within certain parameters and you want to make the best healthy choice, but you know that you're a dad, you know, that it's just not you. It's mm-hmm. you're doing this for her. So he, he knows this stuff. Like, you know, I feel like, you know, he, he's not caught in that hoopla, even though that's probably like 
what we think we see, right? Because we see what we want to see. Oh, yeah. You know, so I feel like people get this, like, idea of, like, oh, because you post thirst traps or you post a lot of selfies or you do, you're this, you're that. Like, no, I'm more than just my IG. Like, mm -hmm. as I've gotten to know CJ, he's a lot more. He's very level-headed. He's very successful. He's very compassionate. He's smart. Like, he, I can tell, like you're going to get through this faster than what you probably think. And when you're having those lonely nights and emotional nights, you're going to get through it. Like you, you, you will push through. You're resilient. You're resilient. Thank you. Yeah, no, I will. And you know, like I said, you know, I wish him nothing but the best, but for right now, this is where it is. You know what I mean? And I yeah. will be fine. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're going on almost an hour and 20 minutes. I want to wrap this up a little bit. Right. But before we, I, I just want to close like with this like so what's next for for cj bearzilla like what does your future look like what do you what do you want it to look like what are you working towards uh right now actually i just got another job offer uh, oh, okay that's amazing for, to work for the ulta salons okay look and, that's amazing and their men's um and their men's uh salon so mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, that pops off as a success because I also do women's hair. But, you know, that's just something that I can push forward. I've been working with men's hair for about a year now. Um, yeah, I see you flexing. I see you. I see you, Fabian. It's, <laughs> it's been pretty good. You know what I mean? It's been good. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm super proud of myself. And, you know, hopefully after this, you know, I'll see, I see myself opening up my own men's salon. I have already thought about opening a men's salon. Wow. Okay. So, you know, catering to men. Cause I just feel like there's nothing really for men out there. It's I agree. Catering I to agree. women. And yeah. uh, I just feel like, Hey, guys need some loving too. Cause I've been seeing some of them feet on fucking Twitter and Instagram and thank you. My friends always make fun of me and they're like, they're like, you're big crusty. I'm like, bitch, I always get pedicures. Fuck y'all. Period. I'm like, they just fat. That's it. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. Take care of yourself. That just doesn't mean your health with inside, like your teeth, mm -hmm. you floss people, take care of your nails, your toes. Moisturize, lotion. That's all important, gentlemen. Please remember that. Oh my god, especially straight men, <laughs> especially Ooh. fucking straight men. Bro. Mm. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Like, we got down to the nitty gritty. Is there anything else you want to say, CJ? No, just love yourselves and never let anybody devalue you, y'all. Yes, I was actually going to ask you, like, if you want to send a message out. To yes, yeah. So that's perfect, perfect bitch. No, what? I meant like a good, we went in on a good positive note. This motherfucker, it's always shots fired with him. He's stay ready. He's stay ready. Um, no, that's a great note to end on. So yeah, I think this is it, guys. Um, I appreciate you, CJ, for doing this. Um, we've been talking about this, what, for like a month and a half now? Yeah. Um, I think almost two months, actually. So I'm glad you stuck with it and we finally did it. And I think it went really amazing. Like, I'm really fucking excited about this. Like, this is, yeah, it went really well. I feel like, yeah, I like it. I'm happy. I'm really happy. <laughs> Thank well, y'all for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. Now, if you want to get a um, Kiss Me Fat Boy certified check next to your name, just send me 899 <laughs> and I got you. <laughs> He's so stupid. All right. Um, I guess we'll I wrap it up. I, I actually want to say something about that. By the way, people, if whoever decides to listen to this, um, 
don't shit on people who actually paid for the subscription check mark because at the end of the day if that person is a content creator of whatever kind and they actually get to sit there and push their shit a little further to the top of the um algorithm like for them to get noticed and start to get a little more plays or clicks or whatever the hell they're looking for don't shame on don't shit on them because at the end of the day you would like that kind of same respect from somebody but whatever um No, I was like, because I got mad. People like saying, like, oh, I'm going to start unfollowing people today. And first of all, if they're a content creator, then they have the right to do that. So that now they can get, you know, of course, before Twitter started going fucking sideways, um, you know, because when you pay for it, you start to get assistance from the customer service. You know what I'm saying? And that helps push your product because at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's like advertising, essentially, because you're paying It's a white glove service. It's a white glove service. So now if something happens to your account, you're able to have, you know, a a direct representative that's going to help you fix that, retrieve it. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't be shit on something because some white man owns the fucking company. No. At the end of the day, hustle by any means necessary. Get that little blue check mark. Gio always got to represent his Blancos. That's the name of his dildo. Yes. Um, but no, I'm gonna go okay. ahead and give the quote. Okay, right? before we, yeah, like, yes, I love me some Megan the Stallion. Um, and she said in a following quote, "Confidence literally starts from yourself. You have to go look in the mirror at yourself. If you don't like what you see, you're gonna give off that energy." All right, fatties, that's it. Thank you so much. Thanks, CJ. Talk to you later, Gio. Peace, All love, right. and cinema. Love you guys. Adios. Yes, sir. Bye.